Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Andy Baskins, our good friend from the fan in Cleveland, and he joins us now on the Mahogany. How's it going there, Andy? Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. I hope you did, too. I'm still trying to figure out who started it and who ended it. It's the story of my life. Yeah. Well, I can tell you who ended it. <laughs> I, I said well, yesterday ended it, they but... ended their season yesterday is what they did. Absolutely. There's no question about it. So it's, I mean, just a gloomy day in Northeast Ohio today, especially for a season that had so much expectation. Well, hey, uh, you know, it, it, even if they win out, they would, what, go eight and seven, and that just won't cut the mustard. They get the extra game. They, it would go nine and seven. But you're right. Yeah, but it's still not going to make it. It's just, they're not there. They're not that team. They're just – they're not there. They're, they're, I don't want to say they're too young. They're, they don't know how to win. They know how to start. They don't know how to finish, and that's kind of where they are right now. Yeah, I actually uh, – so I think they uh, will win three of the four. I, I don't – like, they're playing the Ravens in Cleveland. I don't even – I don't think uh, I would bet on them in that game. They beat them up in Baltimore. I'll give them that. But I think uh, if they play them again, they'll lose to them again. Do you think the Browns can beat them twice? No way. There is no way the Browns are beating the Ravens the second time around. Unless the Ravens just don't care about the game, which I can't see happening because they'll still be battling for the top spot in the AFC. So, you know, unless for some reason the Ravens decide to play all their backups, and that, that's the only way I could see it happening. That's the, the only way. So uh, let me ask you, uh, there were several, and I guess it's easy for the Steelers to mock him uh, after the fact, and but I, you know, there's other people that have said some things about this Freddie Kitchens character who, uh, you know, was wearing the shirt and everything else. Now, I think the whole thing has gotten ridiculous and blown out of proportion, but I think that he asked for it by doing uh, the shirt thing. I, I think that he he made this, uh, he did this to himself. Uh, the abuse he got from people for wearing the shirt, he obviously doesn't care what anyone thinks that that's pretty clear to me, but I have to tell you, I think he looks like an uh, absolute ass. He, I mean, he took some heat in the press conference the last two days over it. I mean, you know, let me tell you this: if you don't wear the shirt, how many questions do you get about the t-shirt over the last two days? None. Zero. Of course he brought this on himself. Now, I mean, look, his daughters want him to wear the shirt. I mean, I've, I mean, I've got a young daughter too, but if my daughter said, well, I'd be like, you know what, honey, it's a great shirt. I'll wear this during the summer. But, Right now, this isn't the time or place for me to be doing this. So, it's just he he brought extra attention that he didn't need to, and it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's a he's a young coach still trying to figure it out. And uh, you know, I'm watching the I'm watching the Seahawks game tonight against Minnesota. Right. You know, I'm watching Minnesota run the ball down ten inside of ten minutes, and he like yesterday the Browns didn't throw the uh, Browns didn't run the ball inside of thirteen minutes left to go in the game. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, the things they do just are mind-boggling. With a team that's got this much talent on offense, it just can't get it moving. Do you think that, like, um, you know, I I didn't hear all of his excuses of why he wore the shirt because I could care less what he says. But I have to tell you that, uh, is that really what he said, that his daughters made him wear it? Yeah, his daughter said, his daughters, I don't know if his daughters got on the shirt or he got the shirt free, but his daughters were like, you should wear this, you should wear this. And so they went to go see a movie the other night, and he wore it. A fan wanted to take a picture, and he, you know, put his arm around the fan, and you could see what the shirt said. 
and that's all there is. He said, I shouldn't have put my arm out. I shouldn't have exposed. I just don't wear the shirt. It's not that hard. Tell me how many other coaches in the NFL would have wore that shirt. So um, let me, uh, you know, taking a picture with a fan. That's just ridiculous. Here's the thing that I, I think is, you know, for me, first of all, like, I'm with you on he's a young coach. So I, I think that I'll give him a pass. But I, I would say that you don't win enough to be that cocky, dude. You, they, the Browns never win anything. So let's let's stop trying to act like we're all badass and like you're some kind of great team and you can get away with some stupid move like that because they don't win. So they're losers. And, they, and then you got a coach wearing a shirt like that after that incident. It's almost like you deserve everything you're getting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish I could argue with you. I mean, I'm a lifelong Clevelander. I wish I could argue with you. I can't. And by the way, Baker Mayfield has some of that same attitude. And Baker hasn't won anything yet. Yeah, he had a great second half of the season last year. But if you look at his numbers as a fourth-quarter quarterback, he's brutal. Coming into this week's game, 37. So, I mean, the fans here love Baker. Everyone's pulling for Baker in Cleveland. But Baker hasn't shown that he's a leader. Baker spends more time worrying about being upset with the media or making sure that he's got, you know, a chip on his shoulder about this or making sure everybody – it's tired. It's a tired act right now. And he needs to go out and perform. They keep talking about, you know, do your job, do your job. Well, you know what? When you don't do your job, how about you step up after the game when you played against your arch rivals and quit complaining about the media or this or that and say, you know what? I didn't do my job today. And I think people would have a lot more respect for you. Do you think that Andy Baskin with us from the fan in Cleveland, do you think that um... – because, uh, like, I, I think he was a real punk in college. And so I thought he was a great player. I love watching him play at Oklahoma. I thought he was awesome. But I thought he was a punk. I thought he was a real asshat. Like, everyone wanted to beat his face in because he acted like such a tool. And the bottom line is, he's still immature. He's still the same punk. He's our asshat. That's the whole thing. I bottom, mean, bottom line, he's still a punk. Back, you know? Say that again. He, bottom line, he's still a punk. I, I'm not. I can't argue with you. I can't argue with you. I mean, it, it, to me, it seems like he's more worried about whether well, he's going to have a beard or a mustache or whatever. <laughs> I, I, you know, the thing with you. And look, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge Hugh Jackson fan. But I, I thought what he did at the end of the year last year, when he was tugging at his stuff, at the end of the game was just classless and. You know what? But he's still our guy. We're still going to back him here in Cleveland. I mean, that's the way the fans feel about it. But I, he's got to win some games before he does some of this stuff. He just—they have—they haven't proved anything. And somehow, some way, they got to figure out how to get Odell Beckham Jr. the ball. He's too much of a talent for them not to use him. It's—you know—in the beginning of the season, it was like Baker was forcing it to him, and then he ends up throwing too many interceptions. And I, I mean, there's something wrong between the years with this team. And I think it all starts with all the hype they had in the beginning of the year. Jarvis Landry's played great. The running backs have played great. But they just this is a puzzle with pieces not only all over the room, all over the house. And they can't put it together. Did uh, So let me ask you this question. Uh, how do you feel about, like, did, did he say anything about how, like, Duck Hodges outplayed him? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't hear him say anything about that yesterday after the game. But you're right. I mean, that. You speak the truth, my friend, and it's very hard pill for folks here uh, to swallow. 
because you're right. You got beat by a guy named Duck yesterday. <laughs> and this is the first time this season that they've lost to a guy that's got very little NFL experience. You know, the same thing happened against Denver. You just you you can't expect to be a playoff contender if you can't beat teams that are throwing in their third string quarterback. And by the way, Freddie got really outcoached yesterday. Mike Tomlin showed him how to coach a team. Because let's face it, Pittsburgh is depleted, absolutely depleted, and the Browns still couldn't figure out a way to get a victory. Do you think um, uh, that uh, Odell Beckham is miserable playing in Cleveland because they don't throw him the ball? I mean, because that's what they did to him in New York. They just, I mean, they just don't utilize that guy. What they, it's obvious to me they just throw to Landry, and that's just all there is to it. Well, I think that's where Baker's comfortable right now. Or Odell's just getting double teamed all the time. I just, I can't, you know, the offensive line's taking a beating here, and it didn't help that, you know, you were missing, they were missing Craig Robinson yesterday, which to me was mind-blowing because people were ready to kill him in the beginning of the season. Because, look, it's tough to replace Joe Thomas, and it's been, they haven't been able to figure out an answer for that. And, it, you know, I sit here and I, I hear the offensive line just get trashed after trash, but they know how to run the ball. Kareem Hunt was averaging about six yards a carry yesterday. He didn't get enough carries, though. That's the problem. And Freddie abandoned the run. I just they, they got down by ten. They don't know how to win. And it's like, I, I mean, here time and time again. Here's what the Browns will do. They'll play you tough in the beginning. And this is this isn't just this year's team. It's the history of this franchise. They'll play you tough, but they're going to figure out a way to beat themselves in the end. And that's what they did again yesterday against Pittsburgh. Uh, I they play the Bengals uh, at home on a Sunday at one. Yeah. They should be able to beat them, shouldn't they? They should. They've been able to beat. The, well, I don't know. I mean, this is, <laughs> is there somebody they can pick up off? The, can Johnny Manziel play? Can he play for the Bengals on Sunday so that the, the Browns will get beat? I, I don't. It's just goofy. They can't beat quarterbacks that have very little experience. So I, I would. Ne- I mean, look, the Browns should win. They should beat the Bengals twice, but they should have beat the Steelers yesterday, too. So they need to man up and figure out what's going on. Yeah, actually, they shouldn't have beat the Steelers. The Steelers, uh, I think, are playing way better football than the Browns. They were up 10-0. They should have they should have done better than they did. But the Steelers' defense locked down after that, and, and they own the rest of that football game, and that was all there was to it. Andy, I love you. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for telling it like it is. Uh, always a pleasure having you on the bench. You got it. Anytime. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.